We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome. You are listening to Off the Rails, one of the internet's newest and hottest podcasts with your host, Will and Doug. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Douglas. Hi, William. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. What's happening right now? We're this. Are we just going right into the show? Is that what's happening? What, what's the deal here? Yeah. What do you What do you mean? What's the deal? Well, yeah, when going. we when we last spoke, yeah, there was another plan now. in place. I thought we were doing something different. What's what are you talking about? We discussed what is going on. <laughs> the last thing we discussed is that you were about to call up our new host of what the SmackDown. and let people know there's a new host before anybody finds out there's a new host. But that's what I thought we were doing right now. So now I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing right now? Are we are we we're, we're just doing our off the rails episode? Is that what we're doing? Well, with all of that. It is fair. I can now see why you thought what you thought. I do find that it appears I recall telling you I was going to call the guy yeah. to talk to the guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, heads up. We're just going to go right on into it. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no. We're up. You know, we're off to a good start. We're off to a good start, Douglas. Think good to go. Good to go. Couldn't have been in any of a more smooth beginning than that. I mean, it just yes. you. What's the thing you've been saying recently on um, via text messages or whatever? You've you've said something quite frequently about the two of us. Chemistry, great it's chemistry. Our chemistry, the natural chemistry between the two of us, how things just flow so easily. Yeah, seamlessly. We're in sync, Doug. Just really it's, in sync. It's impressive, and at the same time, I you know I kind of apologize to everybody out there who doesn't have uh, the kind of uh, chemistry that you and I have. It's Outstanding. just, whew, it's something else off what, the charts. Off, off the rails is what it is. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. One of these days, you're going to get it. One of these days, you're going to catch the opportunity. One of these days, whenever that softball is just laid up and just soaring in at you, ready to be knocked out of the park, you are going to connect. Oh, boy. Well, how was your week since last Sunday when we talked last? There's a lot of big things happened during the week. Uh such as the only one thing I can think of is St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's uh, Day? Yeah. Uh, and, Douglas, uh, uh, March Madness is happening. It was a good week. It was really nice weather. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, yeah. That, that was the big That was the big thing of the week. Good good weather down in Arkansas. Everything's beautiful good there. Beautiful. Sun's out. The alligators Spring. are swimming. Yep. Springtime is in the air. It's actually here. It's, it's no longer in the air. It's just here. It's spring. Have we discussed the fact that you've got a neighborhood, a uh, reptile, uh, uh, 
alligator, crocodile? Do we know what it is? A dinosaur? What is it? I, I don't, you know, I don't know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. I think uh, the crocodile has a C-shaped mouth, uh, but I haven't got close enough to see its mouth to know if it is an alligator or a crocodile. One of them lives in salt water. The other one lives in fresh water. Whichever one lives in fresh water is the one that's patrolling our neighborhood. Patrolling the neighborhood, or is it just parked in that one pond? Well, it's it's parked in the pond. It's parked in the pond. Do we know how it got there? How long has it been there? Is it growing? Do you see it every time you come go by there? I mean, you see it frequently. I think it's there to keep uh, the geese at bay, to keep the geese population uh, from not overtaking the pond is the purpose why it's there. How it got there, I do not know. But it's there is all I really know. Yeah. And you okay. and you think that it has something to do with controlling the geese population. Have you found <laughs> that there is a, a abundance of geese in that area that uh, need well, to be controlled by? Uh, well, I, I can absolutely tell you that we, we have a lot of geese. Now, whether or not their population needs to be controlled, I don't know why I said that. Uh, because I don't know how many geese is too many geese. But I can tell you that they are definitely... Uh, a large group that hangs out in these ponds over here. I would think that if you're going to drop some sort of uh, uh, killing creature like an alligator or a crocodile within that pond, it's not a very big pond either. No. Um, that the geese would have to really just, I mean, really have to be thick. Like you yeah. can't even see much of the water and they've overtaken mm. the land in the area and they are doing geese shitting all over people's houses to a point where it really become a mess that somebody yeah. would be like, you know, our only recourse at this point in time is dropping uh, a crocodile alligator in here to control the population. Have you seen anything like that in the quantity of geese that have been habitating the area? Uh, when you put it that way, no, Douglas, no, not not at all. They they I I find them to be pleasant uh, creatures. Uh, they they uh, when I when I'm walking in that area, they just walk out of the way. They don't they don't cuss at me or honk at me like you see on the uh, the viral videos out there. They're very kind, uh, docile creatures. Uh, so no, now they do poop on the sidewalk. I will state that they are poopers of the sidewalks. I think they should probably watch out on that. Uh, but you know when there's when there's when there's an alligator in the water i mean where else are you gonna poop yeah on the sidewalk or anywhere other than in the water all right so i mean that's a it's a great theory of yours that that's possibly why that that it's there it's there nonetheless and i think it's fascinating uh I, why are we talking about that anyways? I how did we get on that? I, we were talking about how our week went, and I thought I was handing off to you on St. Patrick's Day. And somehow, maybe it's because St. Patrick's Day is green and you thought of alligators somehow. I don't know why that came up. How did that come up? I the weather. Know. The weather? I don't think so. We're about seven minutes in. I think we've gone long enough. We could probably call it. We can probably just call this episode 15 and be done. I mean, I think we've proven that this is going to be a gem for all to enjoy. <laughs> oh, no. Well, yeah. uh, I, I don't have any alligators or crocodiles in my area to share about. Uh, St. Patrick's Day was uh, uh, 
fine. I didn't do anything special. We went, I went to the bar, had some drinks. Uh, I didn't, I wore a green hat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I did not drink anything green. Okay. Did you have an Irish drink? I did not have an Irish drink. I did get my mom some uh, corned beef, cabbage, and potatoes mm-hmm. for dinner from the bar and ate a, a few of a little bit of that. Um, but that's about it. I didn't do anything for St. Patrick's Day. I'm sure you went hard, though. I'm sure you. I'm sure you and the and the wife and I'm sure you guys had a baby. Got a probably got a babysitter and just. Went when it put the green on and just yeah. did it. What? Go ahead, tell me, tell us yeah. what you guys did. That was whew. yeah. So that was on Wednesday. So I have to work till five forty-five. Uh, the wife then has uh, she does a thing from six to nine, and then she goes to bed right after that. Pearl's in bed about seven fifteen or so. And uh, so that is what we did right there. That's the okay. basis. That's that uh, that's the story. I did wear a green shirt. I don't think I drank alcohol on that day. I will state that today, actually, we did have the corned beef and cabbage, and we listened to a playlist of Irish drinking songs oh. while we ate that food. So we got that going for us today. Yes, today we had we had the uh, the St. Patrick's Day meal today. Huh? Yeah. Why uh is there any particular reason why you guys waited? Uh yeah, because what I just literally had just said to you, Erica has a thing until nine on Wednesdays, which was St. Patrick's Day. After that, uh, she's in bed. We can't eat, obviously at nine o'clock. That's silly. yeah, yeah. Um yeah, but uh, the babies what, what day was St. Patrick's Day? Wednesday. And today's Sunday? Sunday. It's the weekend. Yeah. We waited till the weekend. Just Sunday today, Sunday. Yeah, the last possible day of the weekend to celebrate. Well, I mean, there's only two days of the weekend, Douglas. It's Saturday or Sunday, and we we chose Sunday. Okay. Well, you got the celebration in, and that's what's important. I it is important. Is it important? What is well, we're not. We're not Irish, by the way. Douglas. Huh? Do we even know what? Do, do you and I? I don't know the answer to my question. What is St. Patrick's Day? That's Why is a that celebration of Irish, Douglas? <laughs> That's it? Yeah, did you know the color of St. Patrick's Day was originally purple? I mean, is that can I did not know that. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Hey, speaking of which, Doug, I have both a green pen and a purple pen sitting in front of me. Do you think that's a coincidence of the topic we're having right now? Yes. Okay. That's all I got. I don't know what St. Patrick's Day is outside of that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't have a clue. I don't. I literally don't have a clue. I can't, and I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think the Saints' yet. real. I don't think the Saints' real name is Patrick. I think they made it simpler for us, silly Americans, and made it Patrick instead of like Saint O'Shaughnessy or. You know what? I shouldn't do. I shouldn't do Irish names. Because I think I'm, I think we're we're getting into some territory that I w- I'm going to have to apologize for my butchering of St. Patrick's name. So I apologize for that. Sorry. Well, let's give a shout out to my boy Luke the Duke. Uh, he came into town from Colorado this weekend. Um, he and the wife drove in from Colorado. I'm not sure if they brought the kids with. 
Um, they like to come into town every so often. Got to see him, so that was good. Shout out to Luke. Uh, it was fun seeing him on Friday. Um, that's the uh, that's it. I got nothing. I've got my week is over. That's it. What do you got? I believe Pearl had a had a birthday. Not had is going to the twenty fourth. Will be here. Uh, one birthday. Uh, I'm looking forward to telling you the stories of everything that goes into the first birthday during a pandemic. Um, I, I understand that, uh, again, like I stated last week, it's going to be huge. Uh, we are both taking off work, uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what the heck happens on this particular day. Um, it will be attended by both my father and Erica's mother uh, as the audience, so it should be a really good time. Good. So it'll be the it'll be the four of you celebrating the one birthday, as you put it. Yes, that's correct. The one birthday, and uh, as an early birthday present, uh, we actually had her baptized today, this morning. So there we go. Congratulations! Oh, yeah. that was a a present. It's a gift. That's a gift to Pearl. I think so. And sure. that, I think that's a present. Sure. It was it was done leading it's it's the week of her birthday now, so I feel like the baptism was a gift uh for Pearl as she heads into year two of her life. I think that's how you look at it, I think. Um I think that, <laughs> Go ahead. I think that's, yes. that's I think that's great. It it also it surprises me a little bit. Uh yeah. I didn't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't really, I don't, I've never known you or the wife to, uh, spirituality isn't anything that's ever been discussed, which it doesn't need to be discussed. It's not something that I'd like to sit, typically sit down and, and just have a spiritual conversation with others. Sure. Um, but I just, you guys don't attend uh, no. a church or mm-hmm. To a church that I know of. That's correct. That's right. Hundred percent. How do you get? How do you go about getting baptized when you don't belong to a church? Well, this was all set up by uh, the uh, the the mother of the wife. Uh, She set all of this up. Um, (laughs) Erica, uh, the wife, uh, her upbringing was very much through the Lutheran Church. Uh, I think she even went through like religious education school. Uh, through high school um and so erica's family is very much on on the lutheran side uh, a, a religious family so it, it was it was brought to us by erica's mom okay yeah there you go that answers that otherwise known as your mother-in-law yes my mother-in-law you That's could also correct. you could also call her pearl's grandmother Pearl's grandmother, that is correct, and you are also right, I am a non-religious person, a non-spiritual person, uh, but uh, I don't think that means I just push that on to Pearl, so if, if, if the family uh, feels like uh, getting baptized is the proper, appropriate thing to do going into year number two for her, then I, I support such a thing, and she will have the freedom to make her own choices as she grows older as to how she wants to view uh, religion in her life, and that will be an interesting thing to to be a part of and to watch, cool. and how 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 church becomes part of potentially part of her life. Sure. That I will never, I will not lead her or or 
paid <laughs> lead her or keep her away from whatever she wants to do sure. regarding that topic. One of the one of the million things you're going to have to deal with as a father, which is very interesting, is how these things will come to light in the future. I agree. And, you know, the, the church would probably be a great avenue for her to meet some people. So, man, you know, if she can if she can get a friend to take her there, uh, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not actually going to be taking her anywhere, but as long as she can get a friend. Listen, I had a lot. I had a I have a lot of fun doing stuff with the church when I was a kid. Um, and none of it had anything to do for me uh, with spirituality or the actual church. It was really just about having a good time. When I, I, I had a stepfather at the time was, that was the preacher of a church. And so because of that, it kind of forced my brother and I to do church activities, youth group activities, going on trips. Um, and for us, it was just, you know, hanging out with kids our ages and, and having funs and having funs, having fun doing church lock-ins where you get to mm-hmm. run around the entire church and just have a good time and eat pizza. But who doesn't love mm-hmm. that stuff? I guess if you want to squeeze a little prayer in there in the meantime, why not? But in the Christian yeah. things, I had a lot of church camps. Yes. You know, a little bit of everything. It's good stuff. It's good fun. Good for her. I like it. Yeah. I also went to a, a church camp in, in elementary school. It's I, I remember a lot about it. I had a lot of fun there um, and, and met a lot of cool kids. And But I, 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 church was not a part of my life in high school and junior high. So all my friends and other people that perhaps I could have became friends with at the church setting, I never went to church after like I, I would state probably fifth grade was really my last encounter with church. So it just never happened after that. So uh, it'll, it'll, you know, it's an opportunity there for Pearl uh, to, to, to communicate with some other people and, uh, and figure out where, how she wants to go uh, from there with it. There it is. That's been our church talk for tonight's episode. <laughs> now, it's also on Facebook. Erica and I were not aware that it was going to be shared on Facebook uh, on the church page. Uh, so that was uh, my brother let me know that it's, uh, we are on the, the, the church Facebook page, which I, I find to be awkward. And um, I don't know if I signed an agreement with that by entering the church. Uh, but uh, it, it's there for everyone to see. Yeah, that seems a little odd to me. Shouldn't they get your permission for that? So I would think so. sets it up with the local whatever church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are mm-hmm. so you went to the church and the church. Well, I get it. The church puts on there what's going on today. Well, we've got we're going to pray for so and so. We're going to reach out to these guys. We're going to welcome in uh, the Hendricks family and their lovely daughter Pearl for a baptism. It's a part of it. But yeah, Facebook group, I feel like maybe they should give a little shout out saying, if you guys don't mind, we're going to put you on there. I mean, there could be uh, a lawsuit involved. I, d- I didn't even see a camera, Doug. <laughs> maybe I was focused or maybe I was just looking in one spot. I had no idea what oh, we were being video recorded. <laughs> it was, I thought you were saying it was just like a Facebook announcement. No, no, the entire baptism is on the Facebook page, according to my brother telling me. What? <laughs> now I got to reach out to your brother and find that. B, 
I don't think that's legal. <laughs> I don't know. It was a fine event. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for Pearl and her. And well, now our, that you, our, my mother not to get that together. Now that you know that it's out there in digital media uh, and on social media for all of us to see, do you wish you could have changed anything about how you, uh, maybe what you wore, maybe how you did your hair, maybe the way you stood? Was there anything you haven't seen the video? Oh, Michael let me know that I was rocking throughout the entire performance. So uh I I I'm I will not be watching it. There's just no chance. Um I didn't also didn't know there were speaking parts and I had to talk. <laughs> I had to read from the book. So it was uh it was, Hold on. You know, was there no preparation for this? You didn't get a play. There was no quick little heads up. Hey, I'm going to need you to read this. And we're going to do this at this point in time. I'm going to look at you. You need to read this. It was nothing. You just went, showed up, and was like, we're just here for the ride. There was like a, there was like a kind of like what we do, Doug. There was like a, a five minute pregame when we showed up at the church. Is what we did. Um, oh, okay. That, so yeah. you did know prior to going up there that you were going to have to read something, but you just didn't find out until that minutes beforehand. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> How'd you do? Did you read it seamlessly and like a professional that you are? Like a? Did you read it like a public speaking? podcaster who does two podcasts no. a week who no no i no i did not there it was not a performance i simply just read it it was probably monotone and it was probably <laughs> shaky because uh, i was having to hold a, a candle and a book and i was just doing my best to follow along as i could trying to take stage direction it was probably very amateurish on my end um i, I just i just wanted to you know do the family proud with the baptism yeah. so i did my best listen as a as somebody that's known you for quite some time and, and i understand uh how you um work when it comes to multitasking and needing to i don't know hold a candle in one hand maybe a <laughs> some sort of book or passage or something in another hand um stand in front of an audience be aware that your mother-in-law's in this vicinity your wife is in this vicinity your child is in this vicinity an individual that's leading you to say things is in this vicinity i know you well enough to understand that for you that can be a very overwhelming situation that could lead yeah. to you being concerned that the candle doesn't drip and, and burn somebody or catch something on fire. I can see that multitasking to that level could lead to troubles in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish, yeah. I can't wait to see it. I can, I'm can. i sure it's not a disaster, a disaster or anything like that, but what, I guess what I'm trying to paint a picture for the listeners that don't know you, mm. that when it comes to things like Hey, we got a new sound system. We need to plug it in and turn it on, right? That's not that doesn't come natural to you, right? Am I wrong? <laughs> that does not come natural to me. And I will also state, being in a room full of people I've never met before um, is also not natural yeah. for me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, it's 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 
always been awkward. Um, and it take in order to understand, like really my personality, it takes a long time for someone to really be able to see that because I'm just so awkward and shy at the front. Um, and I don't want to really go out of my way to say stuff like me and strangers generally aren't great together. So <laughs> we, it was short and sweet and luckily it was over in probably 10 minutes. I'd say, I, I think it was over in 10 minutes. Pearl, Pearl was outstanding. Uh, she did not cry. She did not bawl. She handled the water over the uh, the head very well. I was I was proud of her performance. She did great. Good. The star of the show. She did. Yeah, she did what star. she needed. She showed out. She she showed out. Good yes, indeed. Well, speaking of showing out, I believe you uh, you got your second vac- vaccination. Was that as smooth as the uh, as the baptism, or was that a work uh, as well? No, no, no. So I have not been vaccinated. I actually got my vaccination appointment Oh, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow is my vaccination. I have not been on any list, Doug. So I'm a 42-year-old, somewhat healthy, work-at-home person. Nothing on my realm of life is on any eligibility list. So I've just been sitting and waiting, uh, not cutting the lines. Um, and finally... The Cherokee tribe, Native Americans in Oklahoma, decided that they were going to open up vaccinations for everybody, regardless of what your eligibility are. Um, and it's, uh, a friend sent me that on Friday. I, I called the Cherokee tribe immediately after they showed me that, and we set up an appointment. I will be getting my shot number one tomorrow, one o'clock. I'm very excited. I've been waiting for months to get this vaccination. Wow. So I would have, I don't know. I just assumed that because your wife is in healthcare, mm-hmm. she gets one and you've got a child. And I kind of just made an assumption that you get moved into the, no. that area no. because of like, for me, the difference is I, my 68 year old, 67, 68 year old mother lives with me who has health conditions, who's you know, is super qualified for vaccination. And because she lives with me and I care for her, I too uh, am able to get in line above, you know, other people, even though I'm 40, however, and poor health, and I'm sure I'm equally as qualified. Um, But we haven't got ours and we're not even on a list. We can talk about it in a second, but so, yeah, I just assumed you were, you were up there. So that's awesome. And that's also cool that, what is this? So you're in Arkansas, but the Cherokee mm-hmm. tribe of Oklahoma is, has the yeah. opportunity and the availability and the means to vaccinate just a multitude whoever of people, wants it. whoever wants yeah. it. Whoever wants it, come and get it is what they is what the, the tweet stated or something to, to that kind of regard. And uh, yeah, I called them up and set up an appointment. Today, I think they're doing a, some type of open drive uh, this coming weekend on Saturday uh, where they're going to give out 4,000 shots uh, as well. So I don't they must have got the hookup on the vaccination. Um, and so they, they have a few Cherokee headquarters in, in my particular area close to the Oklahoma border. Uh, so I'm going right across the border, about 45 minutes away from home to, to get my my first dose tomorrow. Man, that is fantastic. That's that's how it needs to be done. That's perfect. Yeah. Where yeah, let people get their shots. So here in Lincoln, as far as my understanding, the only pr- way you can get your shots is they do mass vaccinations at the Pinnacle Bank Arena. Like on certain, you obviously you have to sign up. 
and get approved. Mm-hmm. And then they say, okay, uh, on Tuesday, from this time to this time, all of these individuals are able to come to the Pinnacle Bank Arena where there's going to be two to three to 4,000 people all at one time getting vaccinated in a big, giant facility all standing mm-hmm. around together and sitting spaced apart for 15 minutes after the vaccination to make sure you don't have a weird reaction before you can leave just seems crazy to me. Um, I, man, good for you. What? What? Yeah. How are you? Do you know where you're going? Or is it a drive-through? Are you getting out of your it car? Is, it's a drive-through. Uh, it, it is a drive-through in a, in a small town called Steelwell. She said it's a block up from McDonald's, is what she said in a parking lot. Looks like a car lot when I look it up on Google Maps. So maybe it's a yeah, it used to be car lot, but she it's a drive-through. So I'll nice. go in, get my shot. Perhaps she didn't say anything about holding out for like 15 minutes to make sure I don't have any type of reaction, but I'll probably stick around just make sure I don't have a weird reaction and then head back home and hang out with Pearl the next rest of the day. I'm I'm very happy. I appreciate the native Americans, despite everything uh, us white folk continue to do to native Americans (laughs) going ahead and just opening it up for everybody and saying, Hey, if you want a shot, come and get it. And look, I, I live in Trump world over here in Arkansas, Oklahoma, quite frankly, as we know, if you look at polling, uh, a lot of Trumpers, are not getting the vaccinations so they're they're uh, i guess it doesn't surprise me that a lot of oklahomans and arkansans are not getting the vaccinations but erica also told me that oklahoma is like 12th or 13th in the country right now for the percentage of uh, people who are getting their vaccinations so that's good to hear as well so uh, i'm I'm happy and I, i've been waiting for this for months because the wife did get hers in December and everybody else in my family has also been vaccinated. My brother just got his second dose today. Uh, so I'm the last one. So high time. Let's go. I'm nice. Ready to get moving. Nice. Yeah. We're holding out. We're waiting until uh, it's, it's just it's, until it's an easier situation to get until we can, we don't have to go into a cattle call situation of thousands of people sitting in a place, you know, when, you know, when we can go do a drive-through or go to a, a Walgreens or CVS or somewhere where it's just quick and easy. Now, so, what's going on in Nebraska? I mean, your mom should certainly be eligible at this point. I mean, to where you don't have to do the cattle call. Like, what, what's happening in Nebraska with the vaccinations that your mom, three months into it, has not had the opportunity to get vaccinated? Well, because it's my understanding that the only opportunity for these vaccinations is just how I explained it. Really, I don't know, and nor have I heard of anybody that's getting a vaccination other than going to Pinnacle Bank Arena. Interesting. So, okay, they just had another. They just had another group vaccination this last week. Uh, I think my mom and I—I took her to a doctor's appointment on Monday. I think on Tuesday or Wednesday they were doing. I saw another thing in the paper on TV, Pinnacle Bank Arena. At this time, those people that were you know, sent emails or whatever that were on the list have been approved. And today's the day between these hours that they're going to all come to Pinnacle Bank Arena and get their vaccinations. Wow. You can't get it at a doctor's office. You can't get it at any local pharmacies that I know of. Hmm. I, I don't know what the opportunities are and okay. because well, of that. I mean, honestly, I'm not, I haven't even gotten online and looked. I mean, I watch the news every night. There's nothing in the news that's telling us that we can go here, here, or here. I look at the news. Uh, one of the things that when I'm addicted to looking at my cell phone that I check out every 15 minutes is a news app mm-hmm. that doesn't change for every 12 hours, but I seem to look at it 42 times a day. There's nothing mm-hmm. on there that says there's mass opportunities for vaccinations. 
everything I've ever seen is Pinnacle Bank, and we're we're just not doing it. We're just we're gonna wait. Ah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that explains that. Uh, our, yeah, I, I didn't know Nebraska was so out of it uh, because Arkansas has been going in groups uh, since uh, like mid January, like one A, one B, and they keep adding groups to each one of these Bs. So now we're on one C. Uh, but none of the groups have been me, and I just don't think my group of being 42 and working at home is going to happen anytime soon. But like, if your grocery workers or first uh, responders or teachers or uh, policemen, firefighters, uh, factory workers, uh, food industry, like all these people are are now in groups of eligible uh, people to get vaccinated. Plus, uh, health. Uh, if you're like, uh, if you're uh, obese, you can now get in the shot. If you're like uh, 65 and older, you're getting the shot. Uh, so it's strange that Nebraska is completely just not doing that stuff as well. And like diabetics, and if you have like COPD and all these other things, you can get shots at this point. And it seems like every basically like five to ten days, Arkansas adds a new group into like Group 1C who can now get the shots. Um, and Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, um, and, and plus like the regional hospitals are, are providing the shots. So. Definitely different than what Nebraska is going through, it sounds like. Well, real quickly, before we move off of this subject, I do want to make myself crystal, crystal clear. I'm not the go-to authority on this subject. <laughs> so to say that Nebraska is not doing some of that stuff, I can't just go and outright say that's not okay. I'm telling you from the minimal, 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 minimal stuff I've done, it's not available, but okay. I don't listen. I've gone to the doctor for my mom at least three times recently in the last two or three weeks, and no uh-huh. said anything other than what I've said. So, okay, uh, we'll leave it at that. But yeah, well, we got we got to trust your doctor's office, sir. Yeah, providing with proper I, info, right? I pretty much tell them the same thing. They're like, "If you got vaccinated yet?" I'm like, "No." And these are my reasons. They go, "Yeah, that makes sense." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's it. We're off of the subject. Last like thirty seconds. So okay. if if they're not coming out and going, oh well, no, Doug, that's not the case. You this that or this. Either a, it's not an option, or b, I really need to look into new doctors for my mom. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. Uh, for, for anybody else in Nebraska who listens to this episode and made it through this vaccination talk <laughs> that I didn't realize it was going to be this long, and you know that it's different in Nebraska, please contact Douglas and let him know that he is eligible to get uh, vaccinated. That's what's great about this terrible podcast that we do is that <laughs> that these first 34 minutes of stuff that we've talked about, in my brain, were all two to three minute topics. Like, we should have been off of this and searching for things to talk about at this point. Like, I don't even know if we got any more material. We've taken six minutes worth of material, if not three minutes, and we've stretched it out to 34, what I would assume is boring minutes of conversation. Unbelievable. Every time I look at our list, I'm like, oh, what are we going to talk about this week? I don't have anything. I talk to you. What do you got? Oh, I got nothing. Yeah, me neither. I don't have anything. We just got 34 minutes talking about St. Patrick's Day, your daughter's uh, uh, baptism, <laughs> um, uh, vaccinations, and I think that's about it. Well, yeah. Yeah, what a weird topic list. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, baptism, and vaccination. <laughs> what the? 
<laughs> Good lord. And what seems uh, to be probably my favorite uh, topic that we haven't even discussed yet, which let's move into it, would be uh, you had said, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, we talked about your experience with Jim and about mm-hmm. um, the pandemic and how you haven't gone yeah. to the gym. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have an update on that, I believe. Yeah, so I have quit going to the gym, and I uh, I actually got a, a bike for the home, uh, which I've rode twice in the, in the month I've had it, uh, because I can't quite figure out a proper schedule on, on how to get to the bike. I want to do it in the morning before I get to work, but I've yet to solve how to get up before like 6.55, and my shift starts at 7.00. Um, so anyway, I went into the gym to officially stop being charged. I wanted to quit, and they freaking roped me into two more months. They're like, well, we don't want you to quit. How about two free months? And then so I, I went ahead and agreed to two free months because why not do something free, right? But I'm not going to go to the gym. I mean, it's it's pretty established at this point. I'm not going to the gym anymore. I should have just said, and the wife was very upset when I got back into the vehicle after I stated to her that the reason we were going out was for me to quit the gym, <laughs> only for me to get into the vehicle to say that, hey, I got two free months. And she's like, why? Why did you get two free months? That's how they rope you in. And I think there's a Friends episode when Ross and Chandler, they try to quit the gym. And what happens is they end up quitting the bank because they couldn't figure out how to quit the the gym. So the only way they could quit the gym was to quit their bank account because then that way it wouldn't be drawn out of their bank anymore. Uh, so that's basically what my life is going to be be going down to at this point is I'm going to have to quit my bank at some point down the line because I can't figure out how to quit the gym when I go inside the gym. That is ridiculous, William. <laughs> that is just ridiculous. First, I need you to explain to me why you can't figure out the time to get to the gym that's located in your house that you don't have to leave to get to. Correct me if I'm wrong, but pre-pandemic you were at the gym riding the spin cycle bicycle every day for how much time? Yeah, for 45 minutes to an hour. Or are you asking for months? Uh, I I did. I was doing a spin class for like a a year and a half before the pandemic happened. Uh Uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, 4.15 to 5 o'clock. Tuesdays and Thursdays, 5.30 to 6.15. And obviously, you got to get there 30 minutes early. You try to get a little small little workout in afterwards. Uh Um, So I was pretty consistent there, Monday through Thursday, always at the gym, doing a spin class, 30 people, uh, getting the sweats on um, on a consistent basis. I can't work out at home. I I have some mental block that I just cannot work out at home. So... My, my my again my hopes are I want to work out before I get to work but I can't get up out of bed and then so I work the 10 hour shifts Monday through Thursday I get off at 5 45 I have an hour and 15 minutes to spend with Pearl now on Mondays and Wednesdays I have to take care of Pearl put her to bed um, Erica is not available until nine o'clock and it's just it's just not working out right now it's very unsettling and it makes me very angry and because I've gained you know 30 pounds over the last four months so it's just been a struggle and that's all I can really say about it part of it has to do with laziness uh, but also there's just some type of block in my head that I cannot work out at home I do not know why it's a struggle but I will continue to uh, persistence, Douglas, like that Abraham Lincoln billboard that you see out there, persistence, 
uh, just keep trying and eventually we'll, we'll make it work. Do you think that Abraham Lincoln billboard is nationwide and we've all seen it? Or you think it's just only in your area? Because I've never seen, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't uh, think okay, well, Abraham Lincoln for billboard is here in Lincoln. I'm sure it's okay. everywhere else in America and overseas, but here it hasn't quite made its way to Lincoln. So, so this was see this is a dated reference because I have not seen a billboard of Abraham Lincoln in at least fifteen years. I, oh, so, oh, I do. You use. An Abraham Lincoln reference to something that was over 15 years old that probably nobody of the t- six people that listen to this would recognize uh, other than you? I'm pretty sure I was living in Lincoln when I saw this billboard, so I want to say it's a Lincoln, Nebraska persistence Abraham Lincoln billboard. And if you have the opportunity to Google search right now, Abraham Lincoln persistence billboard. Look it up. I bet it's out there uh, on the Google. I'm going to let the listeners do that because I want to ask you when you walked into the gym today. So the wife uh, is Pearl with you. Is the wife and child with you? Yeah, it's a family. Okay, trip. so family trip. Hey, we're going to head out. Let's go to the gym. Were you guys doing uh-huh. anything else? Was there anything else on the agenda? Yeah, there was a couple okay. of other errands on the okay. agenda. Yep. So we're going to head out, get out, get some sun, get out, drive, go do run some errands. Let's hit up the gym real quick. Cancel that. Mm-hmm. Cancel that unnecessary membership we've been paying for. Yeah. Knock that out. Save some money. That'll just take a few minutes. We'll just yeah. get that in and out, and we'll head on to our next errand. Uh, you get there, you go inside. Obviously, you see the person at the front desk. He says, uh, uh, yeah, I just need to cancel my membership. He goes, yeah, no problem. Let me get you to somebody who can help you with that. And then they shuffled you in probably uh, into an office. Where the- no, no office. It's just there at the front desk. Oh, it's you got suckered at the front desk? You didn't yeah, yeah, take yeah. into an office and sat down? No office. No, no. You sucker. Can you quickly uh, give us a quick little, you walk in, what happens? Mm -hmm. I want to cancel my membership. Yeah, hey, I'm here to cancel my membership. Uh, Can I ask you, uh, why do you want to cancel? I was like, yeah, I mean, the pandemic, my job situation's changed. Uh, It's just not a a expense I can no longer have, uh, I can continue having on my account. Boom, stop. Okay, well, you know, boom, go. That's a strong reason. That's yeah. that's a solid reason that you gave them. Pandemic, absolutely. I haven't been here in forever. My job schedule does; it's not conducive, and we can't afford it. You uh-huh. gave them three to four solid excuses, and you let them rope you in. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, he he hit me with. Uh, well, uh, you know, we don't we don't want you to see. Uh, we we don't want you to lose your membership, but we see you've been here since day one. H- how about? Let me give you. Let, how about two free months? I said, "Oh, two free two two months, eh?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." Uh, pulled up my account, looked at my account. He's like, "Look, uh, I see you're about to be charged here for this month, but here, uh, how about we don't charge you again until June 15th?" And I was like, "Oh, June 15th, sold." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I mean, I thought I was like, I didn't know how to rebut to. I I wasn't expecting him to rebut me because Doug, I used to call Direct TV all the time when I had a membership purposely telling them I, I was going to quit when I knew I wasn't going yeah. to quit 
because I, I had heard other people say you get free stuff when you call DirecTV threatening to quit. And they never offered me anything. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> and so I would just be like, I would just like hang up out of frustration because I wasn't trying to quit. I just wanted some free stuff and they didn't do it. So this dude hit me with two free months right out of the bat, Doug. I mean, immediately. And I was frozen. I, I was not prepared for that particular step. And I just, I caved. I didn't have, I didn't have a rebuttal. List. Oh, that's amazing. Like I've heard of this. I've heard of this free stuff. It's happening. I don't know what to do. When you would call the Dish Network, did you end up staying each time, DirecTV? So you would call, yes. you know, so yes. getting something free. I can't do it anymore. It's too expensive. Like, yeah, well, I, I suggest you just stick with it. You're like, fine. <laughs> Yes. I mean, that's basically how it went. You know, it's back before we cut the cord. I, I would always, I'm like, this is, it's getting nowhere. I mean, yeah, I would just hang up the phone out of frustration. Be like, fine, I'll, I'll stay, I guess. Whatever. Uh, that's right. I, so I do that. Too. I currently do that with my uh, XM radio for my car. That shit's expensive. I only listen to XM radio for Howard Stern. And I like the, the urban, you know, hip hop rap stations that they have. Then I listen to Lithium and Pearl Jam. But that's it. I don't really take advantage of it. I usually listen to Spotify or Howard Stern, and that's it. And they charge me like, I don't know, 89 90 dollars for six months uh, mm-hmm. worth of service. And so I just got on March, and I forgot to – six months ago, I was like, this is dumb. I don't need this. I, I'm not listening. I'm not paying for it anymore. And they did that same shit to me. They're like, well – you know, you've been with us for two years. Listen, we'd hate to see you leave. How about we give you six months for $30 instead of, you know, 90 80 90 $100? I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't expect that. Cool. Okay. I'll do that. 30 bucks? Why not? That's a steal. And the guy told me, hey, heads up real quick. By the way, next time we charge you in March, just call us up. We'll hook you up again. Well, I forgot. I was checking my bank account and I saw they hit me for like another $89. And I called them the same day. I was like, hey, I saw you guys just, uh, you just charged me for another whatever bill cycle. And I meant to call and cancel before that. I just can't afford it with the pandemic. Been out of work. I can't do it. I can't do it. Same thing again. She was like, well, you've been with us for over two years and you've always paid. And- we just hate to see you go. How about we give it to you for uh, $10 a month instead of uh, $100 over? And it just we will refund everything to you now, and we'll just charge you $10 a month instead of the $90 we just charged you. And I was like, cool. Okay, that'll work. Let's do that. But at least I think I'm, I think I'm getting some sort of hookup uh, as opposed to them just going, eh. No, no, good. I think it's great. I'm surprised you didn't come over the top and say, and I'm sure this was Erica's argument as well, when he said, well, you've been here since we opened, and we appreciate mm-hmm. your uh, patronage, and we'd hate to see you go. Uh, how about we give you two free months? Could they see in the computer? Or did it say when the last time you were there? Or did you say, I haven't been here since March? I haven't been here since uh, I'd. I'd- yeah, I did stay. I mean, with that, one of my excuses was I hadn't been there in over a month. Um, over I have one no month? Doubts. I have no doubts. Huh? You just said I haven't been there in over one month? Yeah, over <laughs> a month. Is that true? Or had you not been there in yes. over 
six months. Oh no, I've been there. I've, I've been there. Yes, uh, in the last six months. But I probably have have like we're in March, middle of March now. I've probably been there twice this okay. year, uh, maybe three times. Okay. At the most, it's been very sporadic. I try not to go because of the pandemic. And once they shut down the spin classes, me getting there uh, just hasn't happened. You got they got you. So what are you going to do in two months? I guess I'm going to quit. My are you? I'm going to quit. I'm, I don't know. That's what uh, we'll see. There's no. I mean, I mean, it will. Does this having a free account? It, you know, does is that incentivize me? Is that a word? Incentivize no, something no, like that? It's not <laughs> incentivize. 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 Does does it being free? Does it incentivize me to get to the gym where I'm actually staying away from it because of the pandemic that's currently happening? I don't know. I, it seems doubtful. I, so we'll, we'll see. What I happens. think the mindset would be in their hopes that, uh, yes, we'll give him two free months. So he's not locked into anything. He doesn't have to feel guilty for not coming to the gym for the next two months and paying for something that he doesn't, uh, he's not using. However, hopefully in the next two months, the world's in a different place and people are more vaccinated. Um, and, and he's doing better financially in a situation where he can come to the gym again. Um, that would seem to be a mindset. Also, it's a mindset of if we can just rope him in for two more months, he'll forget. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, it'll be six more months uh, of us building before he right. remembers that he's paying for it again. That's the true reason. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. And I should point out, Douglas, I'm actually a member of two no. gyms. I can't quit the other. Yes. No. So I just, just want to throw that out there. I don't go to the other gym at all. So it's just. We can move on. Well, uh, again, this, this has turned into a 15-minute. This is how it's happened. Are you paying for this other gym? Yeah, it's $10 Does a month. Does your wife yeah, know I about am. this gym? No. No, that one's that one's on my own. No. I, every time they uh, every time they come out with, the, with an email that says no commitment, I really get roped in with that no commitment thing. I was like, wow, $10 a month, that's really good. Plus, I can cancel whenever I want. Let's get in on that. Um, but I don't. When was the last time you went to that gym? Oh, I've only been once. <laughs> like one time. I went one time. Well, listen, uh, real quick, I know this has been going on a long time, but I did want to present an opportunity to, uh, for you. Um, I have actually started up a system uh, where I charge you $13 a month. And what I do for you is I will provide you with a safe space where you can use gym-like facilities. You can uh, do all kinds of things um, at this facility. Uh, And I'd really like to get you in for a membership. Um, The first three months are free. After that, we will charge you for a full year outright. Um, with a reoccurring billing that increases by 12% each and every year. It comes directly from your second account, and we'd happy to do it right now for you. But what we can do is give you the first three months for free. Uh, how about I get you signed up today? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm already a member of two gyms, and I just purchased a spin bike at my house, so I'm good to go right now. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, my God. Well, we've gone 50 minutes talking about absolutely nothing. We would 
50 minutes talking about the pre topics to a possible show. We spent 51 minutes talking about things that in our little bitch ass pre shift pre pre pod discussion where we call and we spend literally three minutes talking about what we're going to talk about. And in that three minutes, we say, I don't have anything. And the other guy doesn't either. And I still have one, two, three, four, five, six things on my list for us to discuss that actually have a little bit of sustenance. Something that we could have actually, we could have gone with. We could have, we could have ran with it. But no, we opted to spend 51 minutes talking about this. I understand why people want to come back and listen to the next episode after listening to an episode. So those of you that do come back each and every month, I know that we say thank you, but I don't think you we really stress our gratitude and quite possibly disbelief and and, and failure to understand why you come back for more. I thank you because this is ridiculous and I apologize. Oh boy. Well, we got Kylie Jenner. We do we want to we can't even talk about Kylie Jenner. Uh, I wanted to talk about cross sponsorship and people that are wearing Nike shoes with Adidas socks with a Reebok shirt and an Under Armour hat. Uh, I just it drives me crazy. But we don't really have time to talk about. I wanted to talk about the fact that I don't know the difference between this or excuse me, then and then. I have no fucking clue on when I need to use the word then versus the word then. And I'll have you know, I've looked it up twice this month. I still, today, have no clue when I'm supposed to use this or then. But we really don't even have time to talk about any of that. This or then. Then then or then. Then or then. Then or then. You can't even say it. Yeah. You struggled there. So do we start all over, Doug? Or do we do a part B? Uh, Because I feel like those topics are really good. (sighs) I'd like to. I'd like that you called our pre-show a bitch ass, <laughs> bitch ass pre-show. What did I say? I don't even know what I was talking to Luke. But did I did I mention Luke came to town? Luke came to town. I was hanging with Luke. Yes, and he, he he's just he's getting caught up. He's listened to like uh, he he's up to like seven or eight episodes, uh, and he started asking me. He started talking about the Huga game, Huga, and I had no fucking clue what he was talking about. <laughs> He sent me a text message talking about Huga and said something, and I never responded to it because I didn't know what it was about. Like I was like, "What? He must be drinking or something." I don't know. He sent it to the wrong person, and I never responded. And he was like, "Oh fuck you, then, Doug. You're gonna respond to me." And so he brought it up to me on Friday, and I still I was like, "I don't know, dude. I uh, what are you talking about?" He was like. On your podcast, you guys were talking about Huga, some game. And I was like, and I think you might have been listening to something different. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah. And he, see, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> what, what's the point? What, what are you trying to say? My here? point was, I didn't remember what we already talked about, what we haven't talked about tonight. Let alone, I can't remember what we talked about in the past episodes. I don't know what's going on. It's what I'm talking about. I need Binko Belova. I don't even know what's going on. I have a feeling I'm going to be living in some sort of home in the next two years. 
and not all. Doug, what are we doing with Dead or Alive? Dead or Alive. We're going to do Dead or Alive. We're going to play Dead or Alive coming up here in just a moment. Let's do well, – you want to talk about Kylie Jenner? Do you want to talk about Crosspunk? Go. Yes. Talk about Kylie Jenner. You explain it to me. What's going on with Kylie Jenner? So Kylie Jenner is uh, getting the the uh, <laughs> a beat down on social media because a makeup artist friend of hers uh, was either got sick or got injured, is needing some surgery, and a GoFundMe was started up for this makeup artist. Kylie Jenner is a self-made billionaire, the, like the first female self-made billionaire in history, and Kylie Jenner. Uh, made a, a post on one of the social media pages, Instagram or Twitter, I don't remember which, uh, asking her followers to help out. Uh, I believe they're trying to raise sixty to ninety thousand dollars. Kylie Jenner makes like nineteen thousand seven hundred fifty dollars an hour in her life, um, and I, I think they determined that she donated five thousand to this GoFundMe. So the social media is lighting her up, and it's becoming a story now that this billionaire couldn't just provide the funds to her makeup artist friend that she wrote a post about to say how great this person is instead of asking her followers. Uh, and of course she, she has way too many followers to so just group them into a, a, a group to state that they can't even afford to do their own bills, but to, to, to ask her followers to pay for this person's bills instead of her just footing the bill herself. So that's the Kylie Jenner news that is happening out there right, right now. And let me just say, I completely agree. It's ridiculous for a billionaire uh, to go out there asking their followers for money. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's, that is ridiculous. If I was uh, a billionaire and I was making uh, tens of thousand dollars a minute, uh, without question, yes, I would just give them the goddamn money without even making it public i wouldn't do anything I'd just give them the money here you're my friend if if it if i'm willing to go through making a gofundme page and i'm a billionaire i'm just going to be like it'd be easier not to make the gofundme page and just give you the money that's incredible so i saw a headline on that on tmz but i didn't pay attention to it i thought it was something about um uh, uh, uh caitlin jenner when I read the headline, I, I read it to be Caitlyn Jenner, and I thought it was Caitlyn that was trying to do a GoFundMe page for one of her employees or something. Oh, that's ridiculous. Um, so I looked it up real quickly as you were saying that on TMZ. Um, no, no, Kylie Jenner's learning that the first hand, da, 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 get a load of this. Kylie promoted a GoFundMe page a few days ago for a celeb makeup artist named Samuel Rauda who worked with tons of famous people like Bella Thorne, B.B. Rexa, Olivia Copa, Doja Cat, and many more. Kylie knows him, too, apparently. He was in a car accident and left him with major brain injuries and in need of surgeries. Yeah, just pay for it. Hook him up. It's ridiculous. Well, he's at $97,593 raised of a $120,000 goal. So thank you, Kylie. Thank you, Kylie. Hello. Hello. All right. Well, well, we just discussed Kylie Jenner and how ridiculous uh, her request for her fans to give money is. Uh, I've lost William after 58 minutes of ridiculousness. I'm going to get him back on the line, and when I do, 
We are going to play the best game show that's ever come to the internet. A little dead or alive when we return. Dead or alive. Ooh, dead or alive. Dead or alive. Ooh, dead or alive. Welcome everybody to the game show that is sweeping the nation. Dead or alive. I am your host, Mike, and with me are our two contestants and our only two contestants going forward. Will and Doug, how are we doing tonight, gentlemen? Wonderful, wonderful. Very excited to play. Same. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited about this new uh, host that we have. I'm excited to be a contestant. Great, great, great. Well, by now, everybody knows how it works. So I'll go ahead and get started. What we do is we name a celebrity. You guys tell me if they're dead or alive. Okay, I'm ready. All right. So our first celebrity is the comedian Gallagher. You guys familiar with him? Absolutely. Can, okay. you have yes. Him? Yes. Is he dead or is he alive? Um, I'm gonna. I'll take this one first, William. Um, a Gallagher, the great comedian with the long hair, the crazy clothes, the the sledgehammer where he breaks fruits and all kinds of things on stage with the watermelons. Uh-huh. Hilarious comedian. I haven't seen anything or heard anything about him in a month of Sundays. I, based on the fact that I don't, I, I pay attention to comedians and what's going on. I like to think in the world of comedy, uh-huh. I haven't heard anything about him. I think the great comedian may be dead. Okay, uh, so uh, Gallagher was the first comedian I ever saw in concert. Just a little fun fact there. I saw him, I believe, in either third or fourth grade with my parents in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was amazing. It was awesome. Uh, that was back in his HBO special days. Uh, Gallagher got in the news last year because Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, began smashing watermelons as a motivator uh, for practice or games. Um, and so I am 99.9% confident that Gallagher was actually still doing shows at that point. Gallagher is still alive. All right. So Leo Anthony Gallagher Jr., born July 24th, 1946, known mononymously as Gallagher, an American comedian known for smashing watermelons, is in fact still alive. All right. Dang it. God, so go. sports wins that one. Mm. Will jumps to an early lead with a one nothing score. Mm. I like it. Brings us to our next celebrity. And it is Harry Belafonte. Oh, wow. Harry Belafonte. Is, he, is Harry Belafonte dead oh, or boy. alive? Uh, as the winner of the round one, I'll go ahead you and start would go here. Yes. Uh, I do know the name Harry Belafonte, but I can't picture his face, and I don't know what he's done. So this is a rather difficult one uh, for me to think of any experience uh, let me, based let off me, of that. Let me fill you in. He is Uh-oh. the guy that sang the Banana Boat song. <laughs> Can you sing the Banana Boat song to help me out a little bit further? Day-o! 
Okay. All right. There we Day-o. go. Uh, with that information, Harry Belafonte is alive. Douglas? Okay. Uh, a, I didn't know the banana song was the name of that song at all. <laughs> uh, I'm still a little more confused on why it's called the banana song. We don't need to get into that. Day-o. I think we do. Why is it called the banana song? Oh, it's one banana. Oh, no. One punch, two punch, three punch, four. There you go. Daylight, yeah, come yeah, yeah. and me one go home. Come, Mr. Taliban, tell me banana. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Now it's making sense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go back-to-back deads on this one. I think Harry Belafonte is no longer with us. I don't know. Hey, kid. Am I allowed to change my answer? I have to ask the host. I mean, you can, you can, or we could, you could change the answer. Just say lock it in after you're done. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that uh, that song, I feel like this has happened recently. Uh, I think he's dead. I'm going to lock it in with dead. I think that song became part of the news and it had to have been because he passed away within the last six months to a year. Lock it in. I'm with Douglas Murray. Dead. Are you saying lock- go with dead? I'm locked. Say lock the dead. All right. Well, you are both wrong. Oh! Harry <laughs> Belafonte, born March first, nineteen twenty-seven, is an American singer, writer, singer, songwriter, activist, and actor. Uh, Ninety-four years of age as of March first. So yeah, he's alive and kicking. Happy belated birthday, <sighs> HB. Dang. Right. Yeah. So after. I should have gone with, yeah, you always went with your original answer. Damn it. So after round two, we have a score still of Will one and Doug nothing. That brings us to our third and mm. final. Ooh. Third and final. Whew. Are we ready? So does Will still go first? Because he still got the first one right, so he's still in the lead. Yeah, we got to do it like hold skins, on, hold on. Right? Let's go to the judges. <laughs> the judges say that Will does go first. Yes. He, he retains control of the board. <laughs> All right. So our third dead or alive candidate is John Hurd. John Hurd is an actor who has been in such films as White Chicks. Assault on Wall Street. <laughs> George and Sh- Sharknado. Uh, Roy Fultrig uh, in the television series The Client. He was also in The Sopranos, but he's best known for his role as the dad in A Home Alone. Oh, thank God. Is- I was going to I thought this was going to be the first time I didn't know anybody. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know who this guy is at all. Is John Hurd dead or is John Hurd alive? Wow, so he was in Sharknado. Man, the dad in Home Alone, Home Alone was made 30 years ago, so he's fairly youngish. That would make him like in his 60s. I'm going to say alive based off of that. Are you locking that in? Locked in. Douglas? Uh, I don't know. I've never seen any of the Sharknado movies. I don't know. 
What? I, I can't. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. I know you and the missus love you some Sharknado, but mm. I'm not doing it. Love. I'm not doing it. Um, Sean Hurd, so the only thing I can go off of is nothing, none of it matters. I don't know. I'm going with – I'm sticking with my theme of dead tonight. I'm going dead for the third time. Uh, I don't know anything about John Hurd. John Hurd? Hurd? John Hurd? Uh, is that even his name? Jim, Jim Hurd? Bill Hurd? John, John. John. John Hurd. Still don't know who it is. I'm going with dead. Final answer. Lock it in. All right. Is John Hurd dead or alive? John Hurd passed away on July 21st, 2017. Oh, my yes, Lord. At the age of... 71. 71. So that means he's 70. He'd be 75 yes. today. He was an old, he was an old dad in Home Alone. Oh man. So we are tied. After round 3 and after the first round after the first show with the new format, we are tied 1 to 1. Folks, that is all we have for Dead and Alive. <laughs> Please, please have your pets spayed and neutered. <laughs> Damn it, that's kind of disappointing. That's fine. I'll take the tie. And what's shitty about this terrible game that we play called Dead or Alive is that when you said that Jim Hurd, John Hurd was dead, I literally threw my arms in the air in celebration of sitting on my couch. <laughs> And pumped my <laughs> fist, both of them simultaneously up and down, and then realized how terrible it was that I just celebrated the fact that you told me this man is dead. Mm-hmm. But I also said, yeah, but I tied it up, so I got to be happy. Oh, dead or alive, mm. where we celebrate people's death. Yes, folks. We look forward to uh, next week's episode and see where the series goes from there. It's been a pleasure, folks. Thanks, Mike. That was amazing. Welcome, everybody. That's Mike, the new host for Dead or Alive, who will be with us hopefully weekend and week out, leading us into the uh, game that is sweeping the nation, Dead or Alive. We go into uh, ending episode 15, Tide, going into the next week. I'm assuming it's going to have to carry over as a tie. Yes, oh, of absolutely. course. Like skins. skins. Oh, that's fantastic. Mike, do you want to stick with us as we wrap up the podcast and discuss Satgate? Um, oh, I would love it. And other things. Perfect. Well, then, with that said, that'll lead us into our next topic Satgate. We both have an update. William and I both have an update on Saturday. I went to the grocery store this evening. William went to, I believe, Walmart. Yeah, Friday. Neighborhood market. Walmart. The na- that's what it's called. The neighborhood market. Walmart. Neighborhood market. Yeah, I don't like correct. it. I feel like something local should be the neighborhood. Walmart is local, though, huh? For our- it is. It's, it, this is the headquarters. What happened for you at Walmart, William? Uh, well, so we put in the order uh, Wednesday night, I believe. I did put in the comment. We wish that everything would be set. 
Um, we had a pretty significant order, about a hundred dollars worth of groceries. Uh, we went, picked up the groceries, came back home, opened up the back. The very first thing you see is an unsacked bag, excuse me, unsacked Coca-Cola, unsacked water. And, uh, there was one other thing unsacked. So they, not only did they not sack it, uh, they let me view it. The very first thing that you view when you open yep. up the door was the fact that it was unsacked yeah. groceries. Just a big old fuck you. They didn't even hide it under other sacks. Yeah. They're like, not only did we They're not, not sack it, it, but it's possible that when you open up your tailgate, it's going to fall out of your trunk. Mm-hmm. 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 God. Yeah. So, I, I mean, for me, I think that ends my sack gate participation. That uh, it cleared they don't read the comment or they don't care about that comment because that's their protocol when it comes to sacking things with handles. I think it's over on my end. Well, and that's fine. That's fine. I understand. I will never give up. Uh, I did a high V order this afternoon. I went and picked it up this evening uh, at 7 o'clock in the p.m., um, I, in the, while waiting to get my groceries, I had an interesting conversation with a DoorDash delivery driver who pulled up next to me, uh, rolled his window down and gave me a, Hey, what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, what's up? Um, I've got two other people in my car with me, uh, my friend Adam and his roommate, Dan, and, uh, the guy starts talking to me and we got into a Trump, uh, political conversation at some point in time. Oh, man, I wish I never even brought this up because now I'm calling it out loud. I can tell that it's really not going to be a good story. Um, so with that being said, I got my groceries. I came home. Um, I did the same thing. Opened my tailgate. First thing I see, six-pack of Coca-Cola that's not packed. Uh, my bottle of my gallon of distilled water was not sacked. Uh, my bag of spuds, potatoes was not sacked. And my newest purchase of a eight pack of bubbler sparkling water uh, was not sacked as well. This week I put in my comments as per usual, please put everything in the sack, um, all caps, everything. And then I added a sentence of the certain items that I specifically wanted to ensure that were sacked. So please put the Coke in a sack, exclamation. Please put the potatoes in the sack, exclamation. Please put the water in the sack, exclamation. I didn't know my bubbler in a sack, so I didn't mention that one. Um, and I also said sack slash bag because I wasn't sure maybe if they needed to hear it as a different thing. So every time I said sack, I did put a slash bag next to it as well. Um, and they did not, once again, they did not. They gave a big old fuck you. Not only we're not bagging those things, we're not bagging your bubbler water either. Uh, and so I Snapchatted a picture in, in, in the fact that they didn't sack my shit to several people. And I'm still getting mainly from your wife, William, uh, the busting of the balls as to how come I keep going there. Um, why don't I try Target? To which I say, no, I will not try Target. I'm loyal to Hy-Vee. To which she obviously can't fathom and understand why I'm loyal to a place that I complain about and I've paid money to have a theme song made and we've got a stupid segment on our weekly terrible podcast about, but I still go uh, because I'm loyal. I'm loyal to Hy-Vee because Hy-Vee was there for me when nobody else was. When, when I wanted my groceries, 
delivered or picked up and nobody else was doing it. Hyvee was doing it. And, and I'm just loyal to him and I'm sticking with him. And God damn it, I'm going to get him to sack my shit. I don't know how, but it's going to happen. At some point in time, I'm going to walk inside that store and talk to somebody face-to-face if I have to. But I tell you that when it's all comes, when it's all said and done, they, God damn it, they're going to sack my Coke. They're going to sack my water, and they're going to sack my potatoes if it's the last fucking thing I do in this life. You understand me, people? I'm not quitting. I'm not going to fucking Walmart. I'm not going to fucking Target. I'm not going to any other place that serves fucking groceries, sells groceries, delivers, sacks them all. I don't give a shit. If somebody tells me that if I went to Russ's a mile away, because they know for a fact, and even if Russ's said, we sack everything, like it's their slogan, hey, get your groceries with us. We sack everything. I'm not doing it. I'm loyal to Ivy, but motherfucker, if they're not going to sack my shit, it's going to happen. Wow. Uh, I thought you'd been working on the profanity. Excuse my language. I just feel strongly about my loyalty, Ivy, even though they fuck me every week, sticking with them. Yeah, that's an that's an odd loyalty to keep, Doug. I listen. I agree. I can't argue that it makes no sense. But neither do I. That sat gate for this week once again continues. The conspiracies out there. They hate us for some reason. They don't want to help us with anything. William, do you have a green book in front of you? I know that you think your green book is dead, and you don't think there's anything on there. Do you have your? You know, you you asked you asked Mike to stay on with us. Are you, do you not want to ask him if he has? I got to be honest story? with you. I got so caught up in that rant and the profanity, <laughs> and I might have blacked out a little bit whenever I was doing that. And things did get a little dark in here, even though I have lights on for the first time. Mike, I apologize. I yeah. forgot you were on there. And hey, it's okay. It's all Sometimes. right. I don't have a Saxgate story because oh, I still go into the grocery store and do my grocery shopping. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will not stand, <laughs> nor will I sit for this type of mm, vulgarity. Mike, I've got it queued up and I got it ready to go. That wasn't uh. at all. But I did plan on bringing up the fact that William called you a pussy in a podcast called No Judgments Here, um, featuring yes. Mike, the host of Dead or Alive, and William, the, the co-host of uh, Off the Rails and No Judgments Here. Um, it's a great podcast all about music, and they uh, they do a great job t- discussing music to, with each other on a week-in and week-out basis. Uh, oddly enough, though, in episode eight, their last podcast, their, uh, their second to the last one, I think they recorded Mind Night, uh, William, out of the blue, uh, called Mike a pussy, and we're gonna shoot up. Let's listen, folks. Listen, you almost would have to do a list by by decade. I mean, if you're a pussy, you really do a list. <laughs> wow. I don't know why. How we're gonna, you know what? He quickly took it back and tried to apologize. But once the damage is done, it's done. You can't take speech back. Once you say something hurtful like that and you call somebody a pussy for no goddamn reason because he, he simply said, I think when you make a list like that, it should be like this. And you said, mm, if you're a pussy. 
I mean, so stupid. Well, so stupid. and a little backstory on this is that the fact that we were discussing frontmen, and you know, he names all these people from the '90s, and he leaves out, you know, the legends of rock and roll, and he does this on a consistent basis. Um, Listen, that, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't have the knowledge of music like you guys do, and the and the ability to discuss the things that you do. But I gotta say, Mike, I'm with you on this one. He was naming people like Zach De La Rocha, and then so said, "You don't think he can belt out a song?" No, Zach De La Rocha. No, I mean, he's, 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 oh. you know, he's he's a good he's a good rapper, and you know, he's good at what he does, but he's not. You know, he's not fucking Freddie Mercury. <laughs> he's not the Robert the, Plant. He's not, the, you know, Axel Rose. The interpretation of what we were talking about was best frontman. I was not providing best singer. You were going to tell me that Zach Taylor Rose is a better frontman than Freddie Mercury. He, oh my god. Yes. I love De La Roca as a front man. He's absolutely amazing at what he does. I have nothing against Freddie Mercury. Well, obviously you do. Obviously you do. You clearly have not just a thing about against Freddie Mercury, but you've got a problem with Queen, apparently. They didn't even make oh, yeah. your top, what, 400 list? Who even has a list for the top 400 bands? <laughs> my god. Well, I try, I didn't want to leave anybody <laughs> out. That, that would be disrespectful. Not <laughs> all so inclusive. Yes. Uh, look, I I don't know why the P word came out. Mm. It made no sense yeah. in what we were talking nope. about. It makes no sense to say, yeah, you can you can make a top five list by decade if you're a pussy. I don't even know what that means. It means it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like yes, of course you can make a top five list by decade if you want, and if you don't want, I, I don't know what it meant. It was just it, it it just came out of my mouth. I regretted it instantly, and now here we are a week later having to discuss it again. Well, I thought it needed to be done. Um, I mean, it clearly, yeah. even though yes, it made no sense, and there was no reason for you to say it, you said it, which tells me that you were mean spirited and wanted to hurt him. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. <laughs> It, it was mean. Do you have? But it wasn't thought out. I had I had no idea that Mike was going to say, "Well, how about we separate it by decade?" I didn't know that, so it was just in my head. At some point, I guess I was going to call him that word for reasons unknown, and that's where I decided to stick with yeah. it. And I, I thought you bringing it up to here tonight was a brilliant inclusion to the show. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, I loved it as well. Uh, with that being said. Mike, what do you think about the ridiculousness, ridiculousness of the sack game? Do you think that I need to just give it up and quit shopping at the Hy-Vee? Or if you're going to continue shopping at the Hy-Vee, stop being a pussy and stop bringing up the fact that they won't sack you stuff. No, Doug, I think what you need to do is you need to escalate. I mean, yeah, you've sent off some emails. Yeah, you've wrote in the comments. I think you need this, you know, a phone call would be, you know, sufficient to start yeah. with. If things if things don't get changed with a phone call, then you need to go in and you need to talk to the manager. If the manager doesn't help you, then you need to start talking to corporate. So, yeah, I agree. Those are the steps. I like it. Escalate. I agree. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I mean, we all know what that Definition is. Definition of insanity, and I am insane. Right. 
<laughs> Which leads us into Green Book real quickly. William, do you have it in front of you? I'm turning pages, and I'm just going to read one right now. First one I read says, how do blind people hear? I already read that one. Next one I'm going to read real fast. Turn the page, mm. top of the page. There should be a fine for loud-ass people in a movie theater. If you can sue the tobacco industry for lung cancer, why can't you sue the fast food industry for obesity and heart problems? That's not a bad one. That is not a bad one. I like that. Here we go. Why would you call some? No, Marty did that one. I think these things are running dry. Why do people put their cup? Why do people put? There or cup their hand behind their ear when they don't hear you and ask for you to repeat yourself. <laughs> Shit, I do that all the time now. I'm deaf as fuck. I'm constantly going, huh? What? Now I turn my entire head in the direction while cupping my ear. I understand why, because it works, because they're deaf. That was a dumb question. <laughs> I put, uh, is it really cheating uh, if you did steroids? How does steroids help you hit home runs? <laughs> I mean, you still have to have you still have to have the eye hand coordination to hit a home run. Like uh, the pitcher's still throwing a ninety mile per hour fastball uh, in these wicked curves. I mean, how does the steroids help you hit the home run? Power? Yeah, power. It seems like a no-brainer to me. Look, this is, yeah. <laughs> you still confused on that one, or we clarified that for you? Uh, this was two thousand four me, so I I would have to go back to two thousand four me and, and ask. The <clears throat> I agree with you. Two thousand and four me would have said, "Who gives a shit?" That's what made baseball uh, exciting <laughs> back then was all of the home runs, and that's why people were tuning into games and paying attention because of the home run derby and the home run mm-hmm. contest behind, but between the home run derby. Yeah, I didn't. Contest. It's not. I didn't. Don't would would he? Don't you go ahead. Don't if you call me a pussy, it's on. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> Kidney stones. With today's medicine, why do you still have to piss them out? <laughs> that's all I have for Green Book. Uh, okay, that's all I have as well. Mike, thank you for joining us and hosting um, Dead or Alive. Thank you for being the host of Dead or Alive moving forward. Um, that was fantastic. Thanks for sticking with us for the last uh, half an hour. Jesus. Why, 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say thank you for having me. You're welcome. Yeah, I I'm glad that you are now the host. It's I'm I'm looking forward to the future and maybe the next time it doesn't have to go 28 minutes after. Oh wow! Yeah, I got nothing better to do. Listen to you guys. Yeah, you really you really need to figure something out in life if that's what you have to do. <laughs> thanks right. for listening. Thanks for joining us, Mike William. Thanks as always. Anything you want to add before we shut this fantastic episode down? Thank you. Have a good week. Happy birthday to my daughter, Pearl. Everyone, be safe. Happy birthday, Pearl. Vaccinate yourself. Happy birthday, Pearl. Thanks for listening. Until next time, peace. We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off 